0: Listening to the Murder Speaks podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Murder Speaks. So today's real crime story is about 17-year-old Crystal Beslanowich in Salt Lake City, Utah. December 15, 1995, at 8.25 p.m., Crystal went missing. Her boyfriend has not seen her since the night of December 15. She told him she was going to the store. December 16, 1995, her body was found at 8.40 a.m. In Wasatch County, Utah, a rancher and his son found the body of a deceased young girl by the Provo River. She was naked and beaten. Some of the rocks were covered in blood. She was lying face down. She had bruising on the back of her right hand, and she had cuts on her left hand. They were defensive wounds. She had a puncture wound on her foot. A pair of socks was found folded on a rock. One of the socks had a hole in it. There was a lot of damage to her face. Her face was unrecognizable. She had a tattoo of a star cross on her left shoulder and a tattoo of two hearts on her left breast with the name Chris above the two hearts. The rocks were the murder weapons. The Utah State Medical Examiner confirmed she was killed by blunt force trauma to the skull. She suffered at least 16 blows to the face and head. The time of death was between eight to 10 hours before she was found. The medical examiner collected body fluids, hair samples, and fingernail scrapings for future DNA testing. They ran her fingerprint through the database but found no match. They submitted her characteristics to the FBI's National Information Center. One of the officers drew the tattoos and put them on the news. Her boyfriend Chris saw it on the news and contacted the police. He was the number one suspect. The police interview him. He tells the police that Tracy, also known as Crystal left around 8.25 p.m. the previous night to go to the store at the gas station to get some food and never came back. Around 11 p.m., he walked over to the gas station and he talked to the clerk, but nobody has seen her. He tells police that she has a phobia, that she didn't like taking off her socks and she liked to carefully fold her socks, which is how her socks were found at the murder scene. December 17th, 1995, the police contact her father to tell him about Tracy's death. He tells police that it's not his daughter because she was in bed sleeping. He tells police that the description of the deceased girl sounds like his stepdaughter, Crystal, who used Tracy's name several times. Her biological father died when she was four years old. She was a runaway. The police speak to Crystal's mother, but she couldn't tell them much. They speak to Chris again because he didn't tell the police about her true identity. Crystal was the one who supported them. She was known on the street as Baby Tracy. The police speak to other prostitutes, but nobody has seen Crystal. December 19th, the police receive a lead. He drives a taxi and his name is Herb Fry. He had taken her several times in his taxi. He tells police that he developed feelings for her, and he tells police that the last time he saw her was the day before she was found. He becomes a suspect. In 2008, they work with a DNA testing lab. Four of the six rocks were tested. They swabbed the rock, and the DNA matched crystal. They also swabbed the rock where there was no blood and detected a small sample of male DNA. They get a DNA sample from Chris and it's not a match. They also get a DNA sample from the taxi driver, Herb Fry, and it was also not a match. 2013, they used the MVAC system. They used it on the granite rocks collected at the murder scene. It pulled a complete DNA sample from the rock. The police entered this information into the DNA system, and it's a match to Joseph Michael Simpson, a convicted murderer. He was released from prison in 1995 on probation. He was working at the airport. August 25th, the police follow him to a smoke shop. He smoked a cigarette and threw it out, and the police collected it. They got it tested, and Joseph Simpson had no idea. Ten days later, they had a match. September 17, 2013. 17 years, nine months, and two days after the murder, the police arrested him. September 29th. 2016, he was found guilty of murder and he was charged with first degree murder and sentenced to life without parole. Unbelievable. I can't believe it took that long to solve this case. And he probably thought he got away with it. But he didn't. Thank goodness for modern DNA testing. He almost got away with it. Alright, thank you so much for listening. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, check out my store, crystalkiss.com. That's Crystal with a K for some murder merch. Start killing it with Crystal Kiss murder merch. Join me next week on another episode of Murder Speaks. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks. Bye.